In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Welcome to Episode 7 of Lawyers and Libations with Sarah and Rebecca. Surviving summer. Cheers. It's the summer solstice, so we're halfway through this crazy, uh, hot, kid-chasing, lawyer-practicing experience. Praise God. We're surviving it little by little. Well, in order to help survive it a little bit better, I brought my favorite summer refreshing drink. What is it? What is it well, here? Shocking. I like the Masters cups. Uh, yeah, so cute. Little every time we go to the Masters, we may stuff our packet pockets with every Masters cup we can. So this is our like. <laughs> you're like. <laughs> we you're have like out like a hobo. Yes. <laughs> we have hundreds of bed. Masters cups, but it's nice because they're good to take a little roadie with. They are. Yeah. Um, but so I made us a gin and tonic. You do so like your gin. I do with some lime. If you want to sample it. Okay. Here we go. Oh, I did make it a little stronger than I normally do at home. But so I like it best with Hendrix Christ, Gin yep. and then do a little product placement. Um, the Fever Tree, Fever Tree Light has tonic. some of the best products ever. And they're mean, just amazing. It's yeah. so good. And so I do think the reason I didn't get fat in the first half of COVID, like <laughs> the second half of COVID, when it wouldn't end, I mean, this hardly has any calories. And so this yeah. with gin and some lime or cucumber. You like, do like your gin. It's very, it's similar to um, uh, like the espresso martinis. When you move to gin, I get a little nervous. Oh, I'm definitely I do get, down for I fun. I do get nervous when uh, you're like, I would really like whatever this fun gin drink is. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Generally, it's that means. One of those nights. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to Johnny's <laughs> yeah, or like something sure. big. It's going to happen. Yeah. But what I like about this combo is it's not like the gin and tonics from college that was like oh, gross. the cheap tonic uh-uh. and like the even cheaper gin that used to taste like hairspray. Like, this is refreshing. No, it's delicious. Is the. Um, that's not the one that makes it turn purple, right? What's that purple? It's one? Empress, which I also like. I bought you a bottle so of that. Yeah, oh, that's, oh, yeah that's you good. did. Yeah, yeah. And it, the cool thing about Empress is it changes colors based on whether or not you're putting acids or bases into uh-huh. your mixer. Uh-huh. So it's like purple or green? Or- it either goes like blue or to pink. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're kind of a so science nerd. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're kind of like a science nerd, it's like a litmus test. Yeah. Like All right. Again. I like that. It's about using yeah. your brain while drinking. Absolutely. Sounds good. Well, so I thought it'd be fun to talk about our uh, summer highs and lows since we're halfway huh. through. Um, so what's what's the best thing that's happened to you so far, summer 2023? Summer 2023. I got back from Portugal and Mallorca, um, which was lovely. We did Sintra and then a place in the Duro Valley. So it was just Adeline and I for her birthday in Mallorca and that was for four nights and it was stunning and beautiful and so much fun and then I met my family there were 11 of us uh total in Portugal for Centra and the Duro Valley um and I'll tell you it was such an amazing once in a lifetime trip so much fun 
but it brings up all your childhood stuff. So when I was in JFK flying home, I was like, I go, I texted my therapist and I go, hey, man, do you have any emergency fucking openings for tomorrow? Because I'm in JFK and I just got home from eight nights with 11 family members. So we need to fucking talk about some shit. So that was like a high-low combo. It was a high-low combo. Yeah. <laughs> Mallorca's amazing. And I mean, Portugal, amazing. I couldn't love it more in my family. Also amazing. But... That is, uh, that's a long time with a lot of uh, family members, but it was a beautiful trip. And so, so far that's been the high. And then we're going to Supercopa in Sarasota for a soccer tournament, shockingly enough. Um, so we'll have that going on. Uh, so more family. Yeah. What do you, what do you, Perfect. how's your highs and lows? You know, mine like it's been super chill so far we normally do a big family trip uh, memorial day week and didn't do that this year the last few because why last few have been a little stressful um a little bit of fighting last year we took the kids camping in the smokies my parents were in an rv you know i remember this yeah poured down rain yep so I they remember were fine this. i was in a tent <laughs> with ryan and it our golden retriever at the time was 15 and our son oh he so, shit all over the tent yeah it was pouring down rain the dog shit in the tent or <laughs> Our five-year-old peed in the tent, yes. and we literally, like, both set up in the middle of the night, and we're like, we're leaving tomorrow. We're not um, doing this we didn't anymore. Stay. No. So, we didn't do anything this year, so my- Was it lovely? It was, I was going to say, it's a sneaky it, high. Like, we, like, cleaned up the house and hung some pictures and hung up outdoor speakers. Like, super boring, but it was, like, just knocking some things off the to-do list. Well, plus, you were um, completely devastated uh, and depressed because I was not here. Right. I mean, that was my <laughs> I mean, low. I really that don't know how low. you got up out of bed every day and survived, but you're welcome. I'm back. I mean, it did make work <laughs> way less boring. Um, my low is kind of funny. I, don't, I haven't told you yet. Or I did because you helped me last week. Um, I got Invisalign, um, you know, a couple months ago because I'm trying to, like, be my hottest at when I turn 45, um, which is so stupid, but, you know, no, just struggling I, I with aging. No, I couldn't support it yeah. more. Yeah, so I'm like, do. well, I'm going to do Invisalign. Yeah. Um, but I've got TMJ, so uh -huh. I can't Can't eat. do anything. Yeah. I mean, I can only open up my mouth like It's like your mouth big. is wired shut. You're going to be it's so terrible. skinny. This, now is a, this is amazing. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, that eventually it will mean that I weigh less. But I can't eat anything except for soft food. I had terrible TMJ. It's terrible. I don't really know how I got rid of it but i did have a lot of like mandible massage i did you yeah. which is remember when i was doing mm -hmm. to your like jaw right it made here. it feel a lot better and i thought it had resolved yesterday when i was driving the kids home from camp and i opened my mouth to yawn and my jaw popped and now it's popped every time that yeah. i eat no that's what it does and it's it, awful it hurts like crazy you just get used to it it's fine i don't know it, it won't be it won't be that long with it we'll see um what plans oh, wait wait do you, what you, do you have a low any low i guess your trip was your high low Oh, do I have a low? Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny. Funny you should funny, ask. Funny you should ask. So while I was in Portugal, I had my neighbor's 150-foot uh, pine tree snap and fall on my property. It's still currently there. It punctured my um, screened-in porch roof. And uh, I haven't gotten around to calling my homeowners yet because I fucking have been underwater on other things. And then... Uh, <laughs> Last night, actually, I was at my house and the Grubhub driver came and my dog, Maxie, who we lovingly named the little bastard. He's a nine pound uh, Australian terrier who looks like a Yorkie. Um, 
my daughter opened the door after the lady was already like back at her car and Max took off out the door and bitter. But I don't know that he actually bitter because he's got really dull teeth. But she had three marks on her leg, which I immediately was like, oh my God, are you okay? And I went and got her um, alcohol and some Neosporin and a, a big Band-Aid and she called two police officers and the fucking ambulance to come, uh, which it's not, she wasn't bleeding. So <laughs> the fuckery that goes on, I have no idea. I just sat there and was like, you've got to be kidding me with this bullshit. But apparently it happened. So I'm just, I, I guess I need to tell my homeowner's insurance about that too. But it's really like, can you just fucking kick the dog? It's nine pounds. Like, did you play any sports in high school at all? Like, pretend it's yeah, a soccer I mean, he's ball. A soccer ball it's size. A, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's so little. Like, yeah. I can, being from North Carolina, I'm sure you also have broken up a lot of dog mm -hmm. fights in oh, the yeah. past. Like, I can break up a pit bull fight. You punch it in the asshole and its right. jaw opens, right? So, I mean, like, I grew up breaking up dog fights, so the fact that you can't get a nine-pound fucking dog off your leg for two seconds um, is really just astounding to me. So I have no doubt I will be served with some sort of fucking paperwork, but I did talk to the cop, and I now have a citation, so. Oh, my gosh. We'll, we'll see how that goes. The lawyer in me says, save any video. <laughs> I know. I do. I Yeah, I've got it all on ring camera and stuff, like, but the fuck, I mean, come on, man. Like, we lost more in Vietnam. Well, good luck. <laughs> yes, you gotta be kidding me with this bullshit. <laughs> so that was my that oh, was my, my gosh, low. What a nightmare. It was a lot. It was a lot. So um Well, I hope the gin and tonic makes it I, feel you know, a little better. I do think that the gin and tonic will in fact help and things good. will be good. Um what plans do you have this summer though? So we go we um Ryan's family has a lake house up in northern Wisconsin. Okay. So we head up there very soon so we'll go up and go fish how long are you gone you're usually gone for like three weeks yeah we're swimming for 10 11 days this year it gets really complicated with that many kids and sharing of meals and activities family so, family yeah it's family time so it's not vacation it's family time it's a trip um so it will be it is super fun though my kids absolutely love it the pictures always look uh, it's gorgeous so it beautiful. and we're gone the fourth of july week so i'm actually gonna do something that i normally don't do is so i'm not gonna take my laptop <gasps> you know, um, and I'm just going to like, if anything is an emergency, it can come across my phone, but I'm not going to get up and work. I'm going to go. Rebecca, I right? am so proud of can you. you tell that I've been in therapy you, this year? I mean, yeah. you may have a fucking panic attack mm -hmm. while you're up there, but I've I'm never been more proud of you mm -hmm. in my entire life. Yeah. That's awesome. Good I'm going to go read and relax. Nothing happens Fourth of July week from like a legal standpoint. I mean, Atlanta comes to a screeching halt. I may actually be served for you a dog bite case served. during that fucking time period. <laughs> <laughs> so be Good prepared. Luck. Call me if you if you do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we do that. So we're gonna go fishing. The kids. We actually wrote a list of a hundred things we wanted to do this summer that we've got hanging on the wall at the house. Um, the things you do as a mom. I mean, I mean you know, Jesus just Christ. to make sure we all have goals. Yeah. Right? Like, I love it. I couldn't love it more. It's just nothing that would ever cross my mind. I mean, do. well, I have three kids, so everybody's got their own. Yeah. Everybody wants to do some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but so I worked on it some more last week while Ryan was traveling, and I wrote my own edition. So it was like, busy brunch with girlfriends. In. <laughs> Go to the beach. Fine. Yeah. Okay. In. Yeah. Also. Okay. And so he goes, I mean, I thought this was supposed to be about the kids. And I go, we didn't limit it to the kids. And I love a boozy brunch, so... There's actually nothing yeah. better than a boozy brunch. So you brunch. travel all the time. I think I would like to have a boozy brunch on a Saturday or Sunday. 
I will participate in it and help. Perfect. Yeah, I'm in. in. Uh, yeah, in. Um, so that lake, and then anything else? Mm. So we have auto torts where we get together the, with the rest of the lawyers in Georgia to it's learn more about show. auto cases. So if anybody had heard about... Um, heard the podcast with eric rogers our dear friend who is the trucking expert uh that is auto torts mm -hmm. where the swat team showed up after those high school boys flipped our fucking golf carts a little yeah, trash to jerks um so that is coming up yes that's mm -hmm. july and then after that i leave for the dude ranch in canada yeah. mm -hmm. uh which I, that's actually my most favorite thing that i'm they all have for. so much fun yeah it'll be amazing um a week of horseback riding and Pretending I'm on Yellowstone. I don't fucking know. God, I hope Maybe one of those guys meet, show up. Is it Rip? God, that's so oh, hot. God, he's so Oof. hot. But I did just start watching 1923. Um, and whoever that guy is, the Dutton, that's like the... Um, is that Matthew McConaughey Dutton? Or is that a different one? He looks kind of like Tim Matthew McConaughey. No. Tim McGraw? Is no, he no, still no. hot? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> was he ever? I, I don't think he ever was ever. Really I'm not voice. really sure. He, yeah, definitely a good voice. But no, this is the Dutton guy that is like... The uh, African hunter man. Have you watched 1923 no. yet? The prequel to Yellowstone? No. Jesus Christ. Why well, can't well, I can't ruin it for you? He's so hot though. Okay. He's hotter than. Um, I'll check. I'll put it on. Yeah. My, he's uh, hotter than the the Yellowstone hot one now. The current one. The rip. Well, yeah, he's hot. But the sun, blonde hair, Jamie. Ew, gross. Oh, not that one. I'm the lawyer. <laughs> I quit. No, we thank God we have different taste in men. Uh, yeah, no, not, not the that, weird not lawyer that one. Guy, no. So anyway, he's smart it, though. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is smart and conniving as fuck. But no, we are going to have the uh, best time on the Dude Ranch for uh, a week. Just Adeline and I riding horses and whitewater rafting and archery and target shooting and perfect. I don't know, I'm going to fucking eat baked beans out of a can. Who fucking knows what I'm going to do? It's going to be As long as I don't have green peppers. Oh, God, no. That'll be bad. Yeah, I am highly allergic to green bell peppers. Um, if anybody wants to see me get real skinny very quickly, that is that is that is the trick right well, there. Well, speaking of great shows, I have two that I want you to watch. We talked before about Love and Death yes. on HBO. Yes. I have now finished Love and Death, and it's this true crime show story about this woman, Candy, who kills her lover's wife. wife. Um, long story short, I'm not ruining anything because if you Google it, true story is in the 80s, early 80s. But the attorney who gets her off in trial. In many ways. <laughs> in trial. <laughs> um, anyway, his name is Dan Crowder in real life. The guy's name that plays him, I think, is Tom Pelfrey. Okay. Super hot. But why this is important is the trial takes place over the last two episodes. Uh -huh. The trial's fascinating. She does. She's he gets like, her she off. Gets, he totally gets her off. But did she in fact murder her? She did, but the other lady came at her first with an axe, so it was definitely well, self-defense. Well, she fucked her husband, so I mean, like, but she I hadn't just, in a long time. Oh, like oh. I don't know, she hadn't in a long time. I mean, Is that a legal argument? I, I, <laughs> I don't mean, know. It's it been 33 days. The statute of limitations yeah. is up on allowing to kill somebody with an axe. Jury totally, totally felt it. But the cool part is this attorney, Dan Crowder, was actually a personal injury lawyer and was friends with Candy. Um, he was not a criminal lawyer, but he crushed it. And so, like, of course, shockingly, I deep dove on the whole thing and did a lot of research on him. But they say a lot of the reason that they think that he did so well and he was successful was he kind of like humanized her and made this story about her a lot like personal injury lawyers do, 
with juries and, you know, try to build some compassion and things like that with juries. So imagine trying to steal another woman's husband. How hard it must have been for her to bang I mean, him repeatedly. She showed up to check on her and help with the kids. She was being very thoughtful when she stopped by that day. Wait, she... Was she friends with the wife? I can't fucking watch this. Yeah, they were friends. Okay. No, I can't. (laughs) We're we're done. Shit like that makes me, I'd be like, oh my God, stop. Well, I highly recommend it, but I'm telling you, the attorney, smoking hot. He does such a great job. Um, How many episodes is this? I think it's seven or eight. Like, and it's like a limited series on HBO. Like, there won't be another one. Okay. Um, And then the other thing I'm watching that I think you'll definitely like is Yellow Jackets on, it's a Cinemax, or it's either Cinemax or Showtime, but it's on Prime. There's like a it's almost like a female Lord of the Flies, right? Like they're like yes. in the woods, like running around. Mm-hmm. Do they kill each other? Yeah, in really each weird other, maybe. They cannibals? No, well, they were in Why the woods for eighteen months. Why are you watching fucked up shows like this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm always like this weird is stuff. amazing. In fact, my parents just dropped off a box of all this random crap from my childhood, and I forgot how weird I used to be. Oh, and so no. I opened up a box today, and it's like I was super into. Uh, Ethan Allen Poe and like Stephen King. Edgar Allen or Ed Poe? Bell, yeah. Ethan <laughs> Allen Poe? I'm like, I'm like is that the furniture I that right when I said it. or Ethan Hawke the actor? <laughs> <Yeah>. or... <laughs> Edgar Allen Poe. So I open up this box and so it's like my Stephen King books, all of my Edgar Allan Poe stuff, like all this weird dark art that I was doing for a while. Like I went through some weird phases. You also did like the hot um, lesbian short haircut, the really really hot. Um, uh, what is the Basic Instinct movie? What's her name with the Sharon Stone? Sharon Stone, the hot hot. Yes, you did that. That was a bold move in high school, circa nineteen ninety seven. Rebecca Kirkland Albright. Yeah, I don't I don't recommend it. <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah, ninety six. I broke up with my boyfriend. It was my hair was your length, and then I literally walked into my hair salon and I go. Shave went, it off. Make me look like Sharon Stone. And when I showed up at school the next day with my brothers, somebody asked who the new Kirkland boy was. Oh, was God, I would beat somebody's ass. God, people are so, people are so mean. So mean. But I was like skinnier. I mean, I had the face for it No, then. like you could do I mean, I think the only person that has it, um, oh, my God, oddly enough, this is bringing me back to my dream last night where that my hair fell out. So, and I was thinking, fuck, I'm going to have to get an eating disorder Um or start like some sort of amphetamine drug habit so I could get skinny enough to pull it off because my hair literally fell out and I was completely bald. And I was like, well, the only person that can pull this shit off is Charlize Theron. Because mm-hmm. she's stunning. Gorgeous. She is 100% on. I think she's on most men and women's cheat lists. Well, she's on Ryan's, but after the episode where we were joking about Ryan's cheat list, I got home that day and he texted and he goes, do we have cheat lists? <laughs> I was like, everybody has cheat lists. Like, yeah. we've definitely We were talking it. about your cheat Ryan. list, Ryan, not, not hers. Mm. But, yes, I will fight your husband for Charlize Theron all day. Well, if your hair does fall out, you don't have to go through such drastic measures. You can just go on a Zimbic like everybody else in Atlanta, and that you will be true. a waif in no time. Skinny bitches. I'm not going to do it. I love food way too much. No, well, and I also, I've got a lot of concerns about what it's going to do to your body um, and how long do you have to stay on it? And if you go off of it, are you going to, I mean, I guess we'll find out because I would probably say 80% of our friends are currently on it. Everybody looks phenomenal. They look amazing. But they all could be dead tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen to them. We'll just find out. I think I'd rather be kind of fat and happy. 
I, I, I do. Think I'm okay with I, that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, again, you can just go through a fucking divorce and lose thirty pounds. Like it's fine. Like a lot of cortisone going through your body. Cortisone, cortisol, cortisol. Um, so anyway, I wanted to talk today about you because we did a little thing about me a little while ago and I thought it would be very important for our listeners to um, get to know who the hell you are uh, because you're one of the most amazing people that I've ever met and my law partner and I couldn't love you more. So you were uh, raised in Hickory, North Carolina, the hotbed of... um, Country Piedmont area of North Carolina. Tell me how was that? I thought you were going to say methamphetamine. I was saying no, it wasn't that big. No, no, no. It was near Ethan Ethan Allen Poe's house (laughs) where they make furniture. Uh, So no, but no, I would. I I know a lot of places in North Carolina that are the methamphetamine capitals. Um, I I know a lot of people from those areas. Hickory's not one of them. Hickory's great furniture capital. Furniture capital. Um, So you grew up there. How was that? It was awesome. Um, in fact, my mom's a real estate agent still to this day there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad's a, used to be a medical device rep. He's retired. Um, but my mom routinely calls and will say, hey, Rebecca, there's a new house on the lake for sale. Half the price of yours. Movie room in the basement. For you to move back to Hickory? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, I Harriet. Say no. <laughs> Listen, Harriet. I love you. You're not taking yeah. away my law partner. I'd have to kill you. Uh, but no, it was a great place to grow up. I mean, the nice thing, everybody knew everybody else. So... Like, if we were trying to sneak out or spend the night somewhere, all of the parents were friends. So, like, you could... Oh, busted. Yeah, yeah. You might get away with something for, like, two or three hours, and then, like, a parent would immediately show up and be like, hey, I knew Scott and Debbie were out of town, so why don't y'all all get in my station wagon, and we'd all go Already talked to all the parents. Um, Get in right now. You guys are all fucking around. Um, It was a great place to grow up. You know, and I ended up... I went to Chapel Hill with most of my friends. With me. Yeah. With you, but I didn't didn't know you yet. We didn't know each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did make out with some of the same guys. Uh, One in particular gave a lot of STDs to uh, girls in younger generations after us. Thank God, allegedly. (laughs) Thank God neither one of us ever uh, slept with him. Praise Jesus. But yeah, that, uh, we, you know. We knew some of the same people. We did. We knew some of the same people. (laughs) Um, we did the same clubs. We did. Yep. Players. I had my PDC card. Yeah. I um, hung out at players all the time. Shot another dance PDC? club. PDC? Yeah. yeah. All the dance. With stuff. the Holy Grail. Yep. Drank, drank those a lot. You were always on the dance floor. I was always shooting pool. Mm-hmm. That's why we didn't mix. Oh, yeah. And we were fortunate that when we went to college, there were, I know you liked the baseball guys. I did. Um, I was in the same dorm my freshman year with basketball players, and then I did like some. Yeah, yeah they were so super cute. And nice we had guys. some. We had Antoine Jameson, and Vince yeah. Carter. All of them were with us. I didn't know them personally, but Julius Peppers would always go to the same club that I went to. Yes, and I every Thursday would like run up and dance around Julius, and I'd be like, "Hey, Julius." He and he would never dance with me. I am. I this is my other flirting was, with football players that he, don't want anything to do with well, me. Well, he was currently banging one of my sorority sisters oh. at the time, so I think that's why. Uh, oh, well. well he was a super nice guy. So nice. No. Yeah, he was so <laughs> nice. Uh, they were all great guys. So you went to Carolina. You graduated in 01, same time I did. Vince Carter came back and graduated with us. Cheers, Vince. We love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what did you do? So I'd been in a long-term relationship. Uh with the same gentleman for most of college. And I kind of like felt a little. Was this a guy from um, out of town, played football? Football player, yeah. Football I thought player. it was going to be NFL. <laughs> so I was big on, I was planning on being a football wife. Um, anyway, 
Long story short, I felt something felt amiss. So shocking. My parents always joke that if I ever announced I'm going backpacking out west and that I'm gonna I'll be back later, that times are changing. So I go out west and backpack. You cut your um, bangs, didn't you? My hair, thank God, grown out. Um, go backpacking out west, and I come back home, and I was like breaking up with you. I moved to Charleston, and I. Um, Went and hung out and was a parent. You had a lot of fun in Charleston. I had a great time in I've Charleston. Heard about the parties mm-hmm. in Charleston. So fun. I lived um in your twenties. That was in my twenties, yeah. Okay. Lived on Sullivan's Island. We had a disco ball in our main room. As you should. Dan- bikini dance parties all the time. Oh. Oh. Hold <laughs> hold please really fast. So I will say something about Rebecca that I think I may have said I, I've mentioned it multiple times, but Rebecca happens to be the best dancer I've ever met personally like she is a phenomenal dancer she looks great on Johnny's dance floor she's got all of the moves it is sexy it is fun it is fantastic so but Rebecca one of the first things that she told me uh or she she didn't tell me I think she just like accidentally spilled it was that she would do dances like amazing dances as like a seduction thing like there was a Britney Spears toxic if it was it toxic no Oh, God, it wasn't toxic. <laughs> Stronger. Stronger? I said, I had a CD of, like, post-club, I might make out with you, I may not, dances. <laughs> Is that what it was? It may have been. God but, yeah, so it. I've got choreographed dances to that. Um, <laughs> a few other things. Sarah always I have I begged her multiple times to show me these dances. I was like... I will ply you with liquor and I will get, I'll go buy you a hat, like, right? And maybe a boa. I don't know what your props were. I'm not going to judge, but I need to see these dances. She's not done it mm. yet. But um, so when she talks about the disco ball in Charleston, I'm like, girl, girl. Oh, yeah. Well, we all imagine. had our own, our own songs. Mine was uh, a little Kim song. Um, <laughs> Because we all had our own dances. How many licks does it take till you get to the, I knew it, look at me. I mean, it's so filthy. I do, I know you really will. If I ever hear Hayden uh, singing that song, I'll be like, nope, I have no. failed as a mother. No, no, they all know the um, the Body Shop song mm-hmm. and all the oh, worst yeah. ones. Which like are all, the they're so gross now. Or whatever that is, yeah. I love that song. <laughs> um, so then after that, I went, I actually worked as a paralegal in Charleston, and I figured out that so you I didn't was, want to be a paralegal. <laughs> I was like, this is terrible. They're all on their boats Friday. You're working your noon. ass off. Yeah, and I'm there. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna be a lawyer. So uh-huh. um, I went to law school at University of South Carolina. Had an not, excellent time. Not Carolina. Yeah, in case anyone Carolina. is yep. from the University of South Carolina is confused by that. Yeah. Carolina is UNC. Okay. Yeah, move not on. the same. Sorry. Um, Very passionate about and that. And ended up issue. staying in Columbia, South Carolina for 12 years before we moved to Atlanta. Loved Columbia. Great, great place to live. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Super hot, but a great place. Um, and then you had babies where? I had twins in Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, boy and are, girl. Boy girl. They're now 11. And then we moved to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then I had... You sur- banged Satan and you yeah. had George. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Then I had surprise baby George, who was six. Yes. How... Um, and then, so you moved to Atlanta. Uh, was that your decision to move to Atlanta, or did Ryan's job move him to Atlanta? How'd you guys end up in Atlanta? We moved here because of Ryan's job. Um, I was actually a partner at a defense firm. Um, loved my job. I did find that billing time and trying to take care of kids 
and do it's all the very things. difficult yeah like all women in our generation think we can have it all mm-hmm. um that was pretty much Fucking impossible and impossible yeah um so when he, he had a great opportunity for us to come to atlanta and we came here took the georgia bar um briefly worked at a defense firm and then you know i've never hated injured workers or injured people like i've always felt really like i always did a great job as a defense lawyer right but I just never. But your like, heart wasn't in it. Yeah, I didn't feel good about it. Yeah. I didn't like arguing that somebody shouldn't get a knee replacement because you know they had years of obesity or something, right? right? Like if you got hurt at work and you had a knee replacement, you should just get a freaking knee replacement. Fix them. That's why you have the insurance. Mm-hmm. And so I think that just really bothered me. Um, so I switched sides, and now I'm representing injured people. And how long have you been on the plaintiff's line? Since 2016. So. Love Seven that. years. I couldn't love that more. Mm-hmm. Well, you do do a phenomenal job. Thank you. Um, I love it. Helping injured workers. But also, uh, I think that there's not something that there's not a lot always talked about in our line of work is how to be a successful mother and a successful lawyer at the same time. Because I think pretty much all of us always feel like you're failing at everything, right? It's not just, it's not that you're killing everything. You are fucking failing at every single thing, whether it's you snapped at your kid because they couldn't get their shoes on in time because you're late for a deposition or you're in a deposition and you get a call from the school and one of your kids is sick and you've got to fucking leave. So um, you and I have talked a lot about that and how difficult that is for women, but you make it look pretty damn effortless. Uh, from an outsider watching it. Oh, you're sweet. No, it's Well, you true. know on the inside, it's not. Um, it's so hard. And I think, you know, it's kind of a blessing and a curse of our generation, right? Like our our moms and the generation before them fought so hard for us to be able to work and earn as much as men and be in the courtroom with men and do all of that stuff. And we are so lucky. But being, doing that and lawyering just like a guy does and also managing children is I mean that's the curse right it is mm-hmm. it is so hard so right. well most of our most of our male colleagues a lot of them their wives yeah. are at home they are oh, yeah. at Absolutely. home and they have nannies mm-hmm. and they you know have child care and they they do all the things oh, yeah. and when you are the primary person that is hard but oh, yeah. you have three I do so, so I think a lot I've had to learn to kind of like be chill and like if it's if my schedule gets thrown off, I just have to kind of accept it. Like, I try not to get rattled by it. I try to be really straightforward with opposing counsel if something does get screwed up. Um, I'm fortunate in that when Ryan is in town, if I've got something important going on, I'll be like, hey, look, man, it's you today. Like, somebody's got stress road. I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also having good, like, support of other friends that are doing it as well, like you Huge. and like a lot of our friend group. Because it's hard and some of it, you just need to have somebody to talk to about it and be like, oh my God, should I keep doing this? I want to quit. And having a fellow working mom say, hey, I know it's hard. Can just suck it up. Next week will be better. Um, Also, I mean, people joke all the time, like particularly looking at, I mean, on my Instagram feed or Facebook feed, they're like, you literally never stop moving. Um, And that is the truth. Like I I literally, I'm either working, chasing kids. We get that comment all the time where they're like, do you guys actually sleep? Because there is something every single mm-hmm. fucking day, and it's usually something for the kids mm-hmm. and something for work. Oh, yeah. So you do, you do work, kids, work. Yep. So I mean, every in my calendar for this week, it's very organized. But every day, it's like work, pick up, spend special time with the kids, and do my things with them. 
work, and then, you know, they all sleep in my bed. Right. Oh, Adeline has <laughs> you know, permanently like, moved into my bed at this yeah. point in time. I'm just like, whatever, I'm fine. So I've got her and the 80-pound lab and then, well, the apparently the bite-ass dog that I also have. Little bastard. Every little bastard's also sleeping with me. So. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know that, I, like, I certainly don't know that I figured it out. I just just keep swimming like just old Dory says, right? you know, like. But I think it is super important to have other women in the community that are also in the same type of thing. And, you know, I've got, um, you know, you've got best friends that do finance. I've got best friends that do like HR stuff. Um, and being able to talk to them as well that, you know, that just work their asses off and trying to be a mom at the same time. Uh, it's so vital as a woman to have that outlet because again there is not a one fucking day out of the week that I wake up and I go yes I am killing this yeah. today like no, I'm never. killing it this is awesome it's every day going well I fucked that up didn't I right you Just know the best balance but from but from like the outside everybody sees is you're totally killing it yeah I mean like I've joked multiple times with you that you will be beatified and put into sainthood for the shit that you do as a mom with I mean again I can't stress this enough of how much I respect you based on well multiple reasons but I have one child and she is in all sense fairly angelic um and doesn't have any you know there's no there's no problems there right like she does sports I mean it's just constant and it's exhausting right I mean just with one kid where I can literally say do you need a moment and she'll say you know what mommy I do need a moment and she will go sit her ass down and watch some tv and chill out and then she'll come back 10 minutes later and be like I feel better what do you want to do today yeah, that doesn't happen in my house Mine that does not like happen in your house stuff that you're talking about earlier yeah, yeah I'm, I'm basically breaking up dog fights all day all day yeah and I think maybe I've just kind of I'm just kind of like meh yeah. What's the worst Your that can happen today? Your tolerance for bullshit is significantly yeah, is high. higher than mine. Um, I Mine is extraordinarily low, yeah. <laughs> shockingly enough. Um, and I'll say, also jokingly, I do read a lot of self-help self -help books. and I uh, You do always have self-help books. i got a great therapist. So, yes. you know. and I. So what are you um, currently going to be reading for the summer as well? If you're talking about self-help books, do you have any other self-help books that you're reading right now? Um, my favorite one I most recently read that I think you would enjoy was called Unfuck Your Brain. Um, I, I could not remember the doctor like who wrote it, um, but it was all about kind of like how our neurons hit and like if you've had a, a certain type of trauma in your life then you have like your brain gets rewired to have a certain reaction anytime something happens uh-huh uh-huh super uh -huh. good very good read is that um, going to be the reason why i have a stroke it's because my shit's yeah so you need to re rewire you need to so i actually listen to it on audible okay. highly recommend i will listen to it it's a short listen but like just thinking about like brain science i might have seen that come across um but my sister was telling me about re working your uh flipping your nervous system resetting your nervous system and it's like, similar to that yeah it's something. all like retraining your all of the pathways and all that stuff so to one of the you... house that we had in portugal mm -hmm. had one of the houses had a sauna and then a pool and so she said that the way to unfuck your brain was to go sit in the sauna for fucking ever because it was hot as shit and then jump in the plunge pool and then go back and back and forth. I had to have done it eight times. I was like, wait, so is, this is going to help, right? Like, it's going to fix all my you shit. You seem super chill. Right? Don't I? <laughs> yeah. I don't The shit that went on while I was gone was absurd. But um, yeah, that's the self-help book. Yep. And then I did just order, it should arrive tomorrow, 
um, Outlander because everybody yes. keeps saying that's so good. So I'm taking that to the lake to read. So I've read that series three times because uh, I'm a psychopath. There is, um, it's all historical, it's historical fiction, but it's based on history live events. And it takes you from um, the Scottish Jacobite upri- uprising to um, France and then Bonnie Prince Charles and then the Cameroon uprising, Maroon uprising, the things down in the, um, you know, in the Caribbean where the slaves uh, did Ethan a Allen Poe may have been Ethan there. Allen Poe was definitely there. <laughs> um, and then it brings you to straight into the revolution in the U.S. And it's all actually set in Western North Carolina, which is where I'm from, once they come back over to the um, U.S. But also like Cross Creek and bunches of places in like South Carolina lowlands mm-hmm. that you will absolutely love in Savannah. Oh, cool. Okay. I'm excited. Um, well, I got it because you said it was a very Jamie, good hot God, read. We all need our Jamie. That's the main character. And there's so much, so much sex in that book. Um, <laughs> it's, I think most people have, a lot of people have seen the show. It's on stars yes. uh, and it's critically acclaimed pr- primarily, I think, for the sex uh, and that Jamie, the guy who plays Jamie. Um, but you will love that book. I'm oh, so excited. I'll finish for it up you. and then give it to my mother-in-law to finish up on uh, vacation. Yes. That won't be awkward at all. It's amazing. I have all the other ones, though, so you can buy them. Perfect. But um, yes, yeah, so oh, good. I I think that our summer is looking pretty filled. Ha- happy uh, solstice. Happy summer solstice. Well, cheers. Right? Should we do like? Oh, so they do have in the book. They do uh, Beltane fast and or festivals and stuff. So we could put on like a white robe and like run around with like yeah, 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 like flags or flowers. Yeah, yeah, flowers and do a May Day thing. Well, cheers to summer solstice. Um, Thank you guys for joining us. Yes, absolutely, and we will. We'll see you next time. Happy summer. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.